Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the third episode of the Nerd Related Podcast. We got a special guest today. <laughs> Cue me and Brian. Let him know what's going on. All right, y'all. Finally, the Royal Rumble is back in San Antonio. And I bought a belt. Favorite belt of all time. So we're coming live to you, <clears throat> at least me and my cousin Andrew here, uh, from San Antonio the host yeah. city of the 2023 Royal Rumble. So we're committed to getting this podcast out weekly, regardless of what's happening in our lives. So even though I'm on the road making crazy TikToks, make sure you follow Nerve Related on TikTok. We got a bunch of shit up there right now. Um, we're going to make these pump out every Saturday, no matter what. So my cousin Andrew is on here with us as a special what guest. Up? What up, Drewski? Man, just here chilling with Brian, checking out the scene, trying to figure out what to do every day. It's not easy because you know there's you gotta go basically around the whole exciting event here. Yesterday was pretty dope. We did miss out on getting the chance of meeting what was her name? Because uh Bianca Belair. We were like an hour late to the superstore and she had already left, bro. So uh, Z was kind of upset with me on that one. She's like, "Hey, we come a little earlier." I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> but, yeah, my wife was my wife was pretty mad about it. She <clears throat> was pretty mad about it. Well, I'm still here. Podcast like this, boy. We out here now. At least this <laughs> section. So uh, we got a couple of things to talk about, but we're gonna start with the Royal Rumble, y'all. So the Royal Rumble is tonight. I'm gonna try to edit and post this before I leave for the Rumble. Uh, but if you like wrestling, you know what this is all about, y'all. 30 men, 30 women fight for a chance at being a number one contender and main eventing WrestleMania. So there's not a lot of matches. Um, it's the men's rumble, the women's rumble. You got Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's title. You have Bray Wyatt in his in-ring return on live TV because he's done some high sh house shows against L.A. Knight in a Pitch Black Mart match, sponsored by Mountain Dew. Don't know what the hell that's going to be. I'm assuming all the lights are going to be off, and there'll be some glow-in-the-dark shit going on. And then, last but not least, the main event, which will more than likely be the first match based on previous pay-per-views, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens for the Undisputed <clears throat> World Heavyweight Championship. Super I excited. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know they had a girls' Royal Rumble at all. Yeah, for the last the last couple of years they've had are there 30 women in row in, in wrestling? Like yeah, that? so they bring um yeah, let me put this back on my shoulder. They really do highlight just the few, you know, superstars, right? Because I didn't even know there was 30 women in the whole entire thing. Like so the women's division is a lot bigger now. They have three <laughs> brands. So you got SmackDown, you got Raw, you have NXT, which are the up-and-comers. But they always bring back old-school women and men, right? So there'll be surprise <laughs> entries. Last year, Mickey James was in the Rumble, even though she was in TNA, which was kind of a big deal. Um, so there's always that. And then they bring celebrities. So I'm thinking Bad Bunny's going to be at the Rumble again because <laughs> he's a playable character on the new WWE game coming out in March. So they wouldn't miss an opportunity to promote that, I think. But then you always got old wrestlers. They'll bring, you know, legends in for a 30-second spot and then kick them out. 
They're gonna throw a waitress out there, server. <laughs> <laughs> Super excited though. Cody Rhodes is back way ahead of schedule. He had, I don't know if you guys, even if you don't watch wrestling, you might have seen pictures. This dude ripped, I don't even know what the hell is this called, his pectoral muscle off of the bone. And he wrestled a match and it was like purple and blue and no, I remember match. that right here. I don't know if it was on the left side or the right side, but it's oh shit. I think it was his right side. Yeah, but it was yeah. crazy. So that was supposed to be a long recovery. He's on his way back. He's gonna be at the rumble. They like to throw twists and turns. The fact that they told us he's going to be at the rumble, because I know this is scripted, y'all. We know it's still real to me, damn it, but the storylines are cool. Um the fact that they told us Cody's going to be in a rumble, which normally to me should have been a surprise, means there's an even bigger surprise that they didn't want him to <laughs> overshadow because he gets a huge pop when he comes out. So somebody in this rumble is going to be very surprising, whether it's a wrestler that they signed, an old school, a legend. But I feel like they didn't want to take away from whatever that surprise is. And they let us know Cody was coming, which in my mind tells me Cody's likely not going to win the Rumble. <laughs> Otherwise, they would have kept it a surprise. They bring him back to Rock. That could be the surprise that they let you know that he's coming and he wins. That could be. And he wins. That'd be the big I hope thing. he does. Yeah. So they have this belt. So I bought this as a replica yesterday. On the, I have a couple of commemorative editions. If you follow me on social, you've seen those too. How much was so it? So they for? have this belt. So this thing costs like 400 bucks. It's a replica. They have this belt with Cody Rhodes' autograph at the Superstore for 750 bucks. So I bought this belt. And tomorrow at the Superstore at 1230, Cody's going to be there doing autographs for 100 bucks. So my plan is I bought the belt for 400 get his autograph for 100 and that saves me 250 bucks for the same belt. So... I might do that. It's just going to require many hours of standing in line. And to be honest, <laughs> I usually bail on that shit. But here we are. Hey, you better get, some doctor, better get some Dr. Show Linsoles, baby. Uh, dog, my cousin was like, I just give you a lawn chair. We just sit over there and, and ride it out. My big old get boy. I got a comfy chair. <laughs> an air mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this thing got some weight to it, bro. So there's commemorative edition belts. I'm super nerding out about wrestling, but yo, I love this shit. And my wife's into it now, so it like makes it easier to follow along. Um, so they got commemorative belts for about between two with the belt on. <laughs> yeah, he's just laying there in the mattress, first in line. <laughs> hey, if I was skinnier and this would wrap around my waist, I walk around my house butt ass naked with just this I belt can see on. That. Just the belt on, walking around. Yo, what are you doing, Brian? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the champ of this house, champ. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, so there's commemoratives, there's this replica, and then there's like an elite, and there's a premium, and the price doubles basically every tier. So the That's next great. one after this one is a is the elite, I believe. It costs seven fifty, but it's basically what they wear, and then the premium is exactly <laughs> what they wear. That a Shawn Michaels autograph belt for fifteen hundred there, bro. I was like, man. Hey, somebody bought it. I bet you somebody bought it. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to start this podcast off just nerding out about wrestling. It's my first Royal Rumble in person. One of the big four. 
So now that I knocked this one off, looks like I'll be looking for WrestleMania, Survivor Series, and uh, SummerSlam tickets shortly. Uh, this one was just easy. My cousin lives here, so I didn't have to buy a hotel room or none of that. Um, but perfect time to get out of here too. It's been snowing oh, yeah, right the last. It's been snowing the last two days. This yeah, so that's it for w. wrestling. If you guys are super interested in wrestling, we could definitely do some wrestling talk. I got my cousin Leo, who's a huge wrestling fan. We and then I'm sure Ray's kids are starting to pay attention, so. It, I can get him to watch it more frequently and we can do some little wrestling corners in the future if, if you guys are into it or at least some videos. But let's get off the wrestling topic. I'm going to keep this on my shoulder because uh, I got to practice. If I'm going to hold this thing all night tonight at the event, I got to make sure I can shoulder it for multiple minutes at a time. Uh, but what else is going on in the nerd world, Ray? There's an interesting story. I was reading... Uh... Toby Maguire wants to come back as Spider-Man. I don't I don't personally know how or whatever, but I mean it'll be cool. I mean, they got the they started the, you know, the multiverse or whatever. So he could come back as like an older Peter Parker, you know, something like that, or have a kid or something. I don't know, but I know he's <clears throat> it's a story right now. He wants to play Spider-Man again. What do you guys think? The beauty of the multiverse, my friend. You can go at any point in time in any universe and do a one-off or, or anything, especially with Spider-Man's and Sony's trying to do the Spider-Verse. They can yeah. try to tie all that in there. But since we got a newcomer, Ray, I know you and I have had this conversation. Zach, if you're listening, you're always wrong um, when it comes to who the best Spider-Man is. Uh, but Andy, who do you think is the best live-action Spider-Man? Toby, Tom Holland, or Andrew Garfield? Uh, I don't know. I, I think, honestly, I don't like the latest and greatest. Toby McGuire. I think I'm going to Yeah, I don't like the Oh, man. I don't like the latest one. Or or maybe I've got him confused with the with the second. Because I don't like Toby, Toby McGuire. Most people don't like Andrew yeah. Garfield. The Is Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I love Andrew. He's my favorite. Andrew, I'm in the minority when it comes to a lot of this stuff. Andrew Garfield is my favorite Spider-Man. What I will say, though, because the majority of people say Toby for whatever reason. I don't know why they say that. Tom Holland's going to be the greatest Spider-Man at some point to me. He just does a lot of stunts. He lives it. He's Spider-Man for the next generation, and he does a phenomenal job at it. I just like Andrew as Spider Man, like you can uh, you can split it up, right? Like, who is the best Peter Parker? Right? Who do you think is the best Peter Parker of the three? Uh, ooh, Garfield. A lot of people say he's kind of emo ish and hipster. So I, think, I, like, like, ah, I don't know. I, Garfield, I definitely don't. Like, I, don't I don't like Toby McGuire at all. I don't like Toby either. Yeah. His, his facial expressions, his whining. <laughs> he the ugliest crying face I've ever seen. <laughs> it was ugly. Face. It was ugly. Yeah, I think he just has an ugly face. Period. So I don't know. I don't. Know. Tom you know, Tom Holland is that dude. I love him. Um, but he, he's been in six. He's been in what, six movies. I think if Andrew Garfield just came in at the right time. Sony is garbage. That second movie was garbage. You know, he got through in the in the, in the wrong time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That was tough. It's all timing. 
you know, Tom Holland got in when they're like, yo, you're going to be in like three other movies besides your own movies. Okay. And that's Garfield. You know, but I like you know. him. So Andy likes Tom Holland the best. Yeah, I like Tom yeah. Holland the best. Oh, okay. It, it, I mean, if Garfield was, it's all it's all timing. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. That's, that's what I think. <laughs> I mean, the the story, the whatever was happening at Sony when Andrew Garfield was Spider-Man, I mean, there are some terrible choices. Like Rhino and Amazing Spider-Man is awful to me. Um, he wasn't even in the movie that long, but there are some questionable choices. But I did like Gwen Stacy in those movies. I like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Like, if you're looking at him specifically, I feel like he's the best Spider-Man. But the shit around him probably isn't the best. Well, because they were trying to... It was, Sony and Marvel were off. Marvel was going in a younger direction. Sony was starting a Spider-Man that was, like, going into college and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It was just all bad timing, you know? Because they, they were just... Well, obviously, like, I hate Sony as a company. They were... You know, going in, like I said, wrong direction. They wanted to go up. <clears throat> Sony's trying to start, you know, from like a midpoint or so, which I like though. I want an older Spider Man. Like, I, I was, that's why I liked it. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm tired of him being in high school. I don't want no more origin. Yeah, no more yeah. origin stories. You know, and then Sony, I mean, and then Marvel, Tom Holland was like 16, 17. You know what I'm saying? They were trying to get a younger Spider Man in there to go for the rest of the years. And, and Andrew Garfield was already, you know, damn near 30. <laughs> about it, he's playing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like 32, so that ship had for sure already sailed. We needed, we needed someone bad. young enough for Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man to mentor. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Thank just perfect time, time Holland. And he's super dedicated. Oh, does like dedicated. his stunts, dedicated. the flipping and all that stuff, man. Like <clears throat> going to hospitals and dressing up as Spider-Man and flipping for kids and stuff. Like, dude, I like he's good. I mean, Garfield does that too. I saw a video. I think it was this morning, maybe yesterday. He's just at a random park dressed as Spider-Man playing basketball against two kids, and then he starts talking, and it's clearly Andrew Garfield. And I was like, oh, my God, that's dope. That's dope. Um, and then, and then stay in, to stay in the Marvel right now, um, Ayo Adibri um, is – I don't really know who she is, but she was just um, – she's cast in a Thunderbolts movie, but they're not disclosing her role right now. So I don't know what she's gonna play or nothing like that, but I'm I'm excited for that because we got we got Bucky Barnes, we got Yelena Belova, Red Guardian, <clears throat> Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, Taskmaster, Ghost, and U.S. Agent. So I don't know who this this lady could play, but you know, I I think I heard they recasted the Ghost. She's not the same one from Ant Man. Um, Hannah John Kamen is gonna be Ghost. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I think that. Something happened where the one that played it in the Ant-Man movies isn't doing it. I think that could be wrong, but I'm on my phone today, y'all, so it's not harder to yeah, do. I don't, I don't think that girl's name was Hannah John Kamen, the other ghost. <laughs> 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 it doesn't look like that would be her name. Well, see, I, didn't see, I didn't see um uh, the this uh, um Black Widow movie, so and then Olga Kurylenko is Taskmaster. How I did was that any? Is she good at Taskmaster? Or what I don't. A Taskmaster is one of my favorite people. When I heard they changed the whole character around, I didn't even watch the movie. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't horrible. She doesn't take the helmet off until the end of the movie, anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Like the whole movie, you think it's a dude for the most part. But 
action scene wise and ability wise, it was cool. Like the Black Moody, Black Widow movie was I. It wasn't. I don't think it sucked. It did give us Yelena though. She's awesome, bro. Like I love her way more than Natalie. Um, not Natalie. Um, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. She's just witty. She has this wit to her that that makes her fun. Um. Well, they pulled yeah. they pulled pull two characters from that movie to be in in the Thunderbolts. In, yeah, in the Thunderbolts. So, well, I like I like him. So. Yeah, no, he's good as a Red Guardian. I just um, didn't know about Taskmaster because I love Taskmaster. And when was he ever in Thunderbolts either? I don't, I don't know. What I mean, I don't they're know. just they're just trying to get the Thunderbolt out the ground in general. I feel like that whole team is in flux. I feel like they're just spitballing here with this. Yeah, idea. yeah. I don't know how that's going to go. Oh, we'll see if it's it's their version of the Suicide Squad. So let's see if it's better than the Suicide Squad. I guess it would be a yeah. direct comparison. Hey, where's the Red Hulk, man? You know what I'm saying? The Punisher. So he's been introduced, supposedly. Um, The guy from Edward Norton's Hulk. The general, the old dude, yeah, yeah, the guy that actually played him. I think he signed back on, so he's more than likely going to be the Red Hulk. And then excited to see that the Red Hulk. I was reading again. James Gunn ain't done killing shit. (laughs) Doom Patrol is dead. Uh, Titans. Titans. This guy's just Titans has been canceled. And Doom Patrol, man. I think Doom Patrol is doing better than Titans. And you liked Patrol. it better. I thought it was, I don't know. I like Titans. I Titan like better. Doom Patrol. I like Doom Patrol. I like, I like them both. I mean, we talked about this last week, bro. It's gonna it's gonna be a long decade of reshuffling before we see what we start to see the shape of his vision. It'll be interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm upset about that though, man, because Beast Beast Boy is one of my favorite. Uh, he started coming onto his own this last season. Yeah, yeah, dude, they were bowling and he was using the octopus arm. I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> because dude, they didn't show him doing shit. Was turning into a tiger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the whole season, three seasons a tiger. Yeah, in his third season, he's you know opening it up, man. He's you know and like dead. See ya. You give but, me a beast boy. I love these boys. Sticking with this, um. So James Gunn wants to be partners with the comic book universe. And one thing we did find out this week in the comic book universe for DC is that the Titans are now the main team up team. They're going to move away from the Justice League for a little bit. And the Titans are going to be the premier group for the moment. So it might be tied to that. Just establishing the Titans as the as the dudes and then they'll reboot all that, you know, going forward in the next five years or so after the comic books are a little further along. I'm cool with that, man. More shine for Beast Boy. Nightwing. I feel like uh, Nightwing's been a staple for so long and we always just get Robin. We never get Nightwing out here wrecking shit. It'd be dope to have a Nightwing like movie or a show or something, you know, get more in the forefront. Or to see Bloodhaven more prominently, you know? And we're Raven we're always, too, man. Raven. We're I think always it's good. in Metropolis or Gotham. Yeah. I think it's good to get some of these people out because they're they're strong as hell too, man. Like Raven is 
very powerful. Uh, Starfire, Starfire, Starfire the Beast, and, and these people aren't household names at all. So maybe this will help get things along. You know what I'm saying? I'm down. Yeah. I, I like I like the Titans. And like I like I said, the Titans had, too. I think they're fun. He's been the leader of the Titans since the '70s, and people act like Dick Grayson ain't nothing, or you know, know. You know Dick Grayson's that dude. <laughs> First off, yeah, he's leading his own team for many years. <laughs> Would you guys ever consider watching a show primarily about the villain? Absolutely. Like, can you imagine just a show about Joker and his plans? Yeah. And how the superheroes are always fucking up his plans. Like, can you guys watch a show like that? Like, that would be dope. For sure. Doug, if they had a Doctor Doom movie or show, just like just for Bro, just head. just for the villain, like it dude's like my favorite comic book character, like almost period, man. I, I you know, I'm, the the villains are usually written better than the you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody, more depth, yeah, yeah. more depth. I think somebody should take that task on because that would be dope for a lot of the people who enjoy the other side of the story. I think it's oh. tough because like having a Joker show, for example, without Batman. I mean, we've yeah. seen the Joker movie without Batman in it. Critically acclaimed, but... But I throw a Joker out there because, you know, then you'll have the Harley Quinn on the other side, you know, where you can introduce that into the series and then have Harley Quinn in there at all times or, you know, as a cameo or well, something. Batman and Robin could pop up, you know, every once in a while. And, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Messes yeah. stuff up, you know what I'm saying? That'd be interesting. You can see how other... You can see how the other villains interact, you know? Yeah, yeah, that would be dope. That would be dope to see the other villains, like him being introduced to, uh, let me see, who is it? Sandman, I think? No, that's Play another unit. Yeah. But yeah, any of those Like a Lex Luthor show would be dope. You know what I'm saying? I, I think any villain, well, not any, yes. but any really good one, you know, will be dope, man. Like Anyone it. with some depth. Like, Doom yeah, would be it. cool because there's a, like, a lot of people don't get it, like, Doom's powers are top tier. Like his actual powers are amazing. But it's so beyond that. You know, like having your own country, the politics that are involved in it, and diplomatic immunity. Like you can go so many places with just that alone. Like I, I'm Dog, untouchable. He went to hell and came back. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, his magic level is almost up there with Doctor Strange. Like, yeah, he, he, that's why we need this doing stuff. He, the people need to know how how bad this man is. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I hope we get him here soon. The Fantastic Four should appear in, in some fa- shape or form in Ant Man, at least some type of camo. Because I have, I, it, there's a lot of rumors, but it just has to be the only way to bring them is that they got their powers from the quantum realm. And that's what this whole movie is. So we have to see something. It just makes the most sense. You watching um The Last of Us at all, bud? What are your thoughts so far? Me and Raven talking about it. Oh, what do you I think love of the first it, couple? Bro. I, I just because I've always so I've played the game once, but never all the way through. But I've always watched uh my boy Trip is always like he always plays it once a year. He's he plays it. And I've watched the playthrough with him over and over and over again. And watching this show, it's just like a a, a stark reminder of the freaking um of the game. Like and then things I, I don't know why, but things start making more sense when it's live action for me. Like 
watching them eat the biscuits and shit. And then like you read the articles that explain like, oh, if you missed it, that's where all the, the fungus starts spreading. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know what? She sure was feeding, uh, <laughs> eating the biscuits or they, they sure did not get the cake and all this shit on his birthday. Like they they missed out on a lot of it. And then, like, my mind is analytical. So I'm like, can you imagine being someone who's gluten allergic to gluten? Like, you just bypass that entire apocalypse just for being <laughs> allergic to that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting the little nuggets they put around there. Mm-hmm. Like, and I liked how in this last episode they took us overseas to where it started. Like, in the game, we didn't see none of that. And they bring the professor and she's like, yo, you know, we need a cure. Spoiler alert. Sorry, if you ain't watching, you need to get on it. Um, how do we cure it? She's like, shit, it's too late. Bomb this whole Bomb. city, my guy. We Bomb. can blow everything up. That's just crazy because she's clearly conflicted. She's right? But she knows. You could tell. Mm-hmm. She knows there ain't no way around this. You better bring this whole thing to the ground. And she was like, I go home and see my I'm gonna go home and see my family. Cause she knew it was over. It was over. That's what it's I done. wanna know. Why 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 is English the universal word for bomb? Yes. Like there's no other words for bomb, just bomb. <laughs> so she's speaking her language and I'm watching the subtitles and then she says bomb, like, oh wait, that was in English, like <laughs> there's no word in other languages for bomb, it's just straight up like bomb. There isn't. I, I never even looked into yeah, that. That's there is, but even in Spanish, even in like Spanish, bomb. you just throw an A behind it as bomba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bomb. It's the same bomb. No, that, yeah, that, like was, that was impactful, and I always am weary about like weary and excited. I guess like what happens at the other side of the world. That's what. That's where spinoffs can happen, right? Like, hey, this is point zero. This is where it happened. Um, the surprise she got when he was like. She was like, well, how many people are infected? And he was like, there's like 17 people missing. <laughs> and she's like, yo, we got to level this whole city, bro. It's a wrap. Didn't she? It was like, what? It, was it 11 people that they knew got bit, the soldiers or whatever? And then they're like, oh, that we had to we had to do the most humane thing that we could think of at the time. And then he's like, or she says, how many people are infected? And she said, uh, there's 17 missing, is yeah, it the missing. soldier guy? Like, how you go from 11 infected to killing the 11 to 17 missing? Who the hell was 17 missing? Like, probably all hell broke loose. You know what I'm more excited about in The Last of Us? It got renewed for season two, baby. Oh, yeah. Already. Already. We knew that. For sure. We knew that was going to happen. The second (laughs) highest new show ever for HBO. And I. I feel like that's super misleading because House of Dragons is being led into from Game of Thrones fans. Game of Thrones is their most successful show ever. It's a spinoff of that. So, like, how can you even compare the two shows when it comes to viewership? Well, it's the not Last even of just fans alone to me. Yeah, it's not even just their most successful shows. It's most one of the most. Shit, it's one of the most successful shows ever. Period. You right. know what I'm saying? I- HBO Max is the most successful show. You know what I'm saying? So they're trying to, you know. <clears throat> but I, um, I was going to say, I love how, I mean, like, um, just like you, I played through the game, but not all the way because I played the multiplayer a lot. So, multiplayer but up to now, shit, we can talk about that too. But up to now, though, 
um, I'm still remembering stuff. So like when she walked across that board, like she's like, I'm not scared. You know what I'm saying? It's just wood or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember that from the game. I at least got that far, you know? So <laughs> that was cool. But my favorite scene was when like, I don't know, I'm conflicted. I don't know if, if, um, cause she was bitter already. And this is uh, the infected started coming when she was like, looked like she was caught in the days kind of, you know, when that thing was coming up to her. So I don't know if that was because she was starting to be drawn to the fungus or if she was buying time because her lighter wasn't working and she was trying to blow the place up. So I'm conflicted with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if she was, or it could have been a mixture of the two, you know what I'm saying? But, it, you know, cause she looked like she was, you know, ready, ready. And that thing came in there and she's like, froze up. So I don't know if there was like some kind of connection there. Like once you start getting infected yeah, or whatever. So, yeah. you know, you know, when the, the very beginning when they first the scientists were explaining it saying that the fungus takes over the ant and the brain is still functioning but the body isn't uh, so yeah. i think this is what happened like the, you, you're right that it, it had spread so much um that they were then affected they were infecting her like they could control her movements but not a hundred percent so she was able to think like she didn't want that kiss but they already had her you know that part of her body taken over so hey, that, yeah that, 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 was, that was a dope decision to do that man you see them yeah that right? changed oh, yeah I yeah like, oh. <laughs> so in the game I, I like what they did here because in the game she dies from fedra agents like those Fedra soldiers yeah. kill her. So like this gives Tess some more purpose. Um yeah. and the line like, you know, if you felt anything for me ever, like save who you can save. And then Joe grabs her and starts leaving. But that whole scene when they're all in there, this the changes it's so rare when you take a source material and change things because the majority of people freak out. Even rape, dog. We've had so many conversations about comic books. Where like they changed the origin, they changed this, they changed that. Like I hate it. Yeah, here's an example of things being changed from the source material that just makes so much mm-hmm. damn sense that you can't argue against it. For one, the way that they're changing, right? The spurs, the spores don't make sense because in the real world, spores aren't contained to a room. They would be all over the world. The whole world would be infected. Game over. There's no show. So that makes sense. The way that those Tentacle things or tensils, I think they call them, are coming out and they bite you and transfer. Makes sense to me. But uh, there's two things in this episode that were revealed that were different from the game and are make these infected so much more scary. The first one is how they're connected. In the real world, fungus can communicate with each other over miles, bro. Like, they just know. So that, that change is crazy. If you step on one of those vines it'll trigger and they can send information left when joe hit that thing in the in the federal building they all woke up and were coming like that makes them so much more scary because they can talk to each other and another cool thing they did was when they were on the roof and they were showing ellie all the ones that were on the ground yeah when the sun went by and they were kind of moving away from it that's super cool because fungus grow in dark moist areas Mm -hmm. So it's a little detail that are like the sun should bother it because that's not where they thrive. They don't thrive in the in those types of environment. It's always in damp, dark areas. So I'm super excited to see more dark places where we'll see the bloaters and the rat king and all that stuff as we keep getting further along. 
Season two, y'all, cool. listen. Season two, I'll get to it in a second, but I can't wait for Ellie and Abby to go out and die. It's going to be so fire. I thought that the, the clickers were pretty cool, too. I was hearing some complaints about them and stuff like that, but I thought they did good job. Like, dude, I've seen someone commenting, like, I can see their eyes. I don't think those were clickers. I'm like, dog, y'all just shut up, man. Like, can't please everybody. Yes, you know yeah, what I'm saying. So the yeah. game, like if you look, you look back at the game, it doesn't really. I think that the artist, the makeup artist who did this, the, like the, the clickers and stuff, did it so well. I don't care if you can see any eyes. That just it grosses you out when you look at it. You know, like you're like, what the hell happened to their face? And if you're thinking like you know, echolocation, yeah, exactly. So that it, like a satellite face where it comes back and they can absorb whatever sound just came back at them. But you don't want to look at it long enough to care that they have fucking oh, eyes. You just want to look shit. away. Like, <laughs> like, shit. Listen, it's pretty much the original design. Like, yeah. if you watched after the episodes, they talk about, you know, what went into these decisions. And they were trying to see if they could change them. But they did such a good job for the game that they're relatively the same. Not to mention, bro, like, the only thing I can think of is, like, I wish there was some movement in the prosthetic. But when you're... Think about TV or even movies, like how much more extra probably millions of dollars go into a budget just to have a yeah. clicker move, you know, part of his face. There's a lot like of it's... testing. There's a lot of testing that they have to do. First of all, the weight already on there, you know, what are they using for the prosthetic itself? The amount of weight to be able to go from the jawline all the way up to the top of the head and have, you know, all that coming out, yeah. like... It's insane. Just to be able to move one thing, a little thing like that would would be imagine the ears on, on a dog or something where like on uh space balls where they had where where dog had the ears, you know, those ears were huge because they had motors on them and just to move the little freaking things, that'd be a lot. Yeah, I mean when I, I think like, about it, it's it's unnecessary. It looks good like, the way yeah, it is like, though. It really it. does without anything moving. I feel like I a like lot of people also, must be missing not watching it at the end because they go through and they explain the process of everything they're doing. I think of more people, I don't know if they're not watching it or just ignoring it or whatever. Like it just makes sense. And they're explaining like, yo, we're trying to stay to this as hard as we can. You know what I'm saying? But we also have to change things to keep the story moving and make it a better show. And if you stuck straight to the game, it would be like a four episode show and done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm interested like, cause he said on Twitter, that season two is going to be full material from the second game. So that means this, there's probably, this isn't going to be a long run because if they get through the whole entire first game in this season in eight episodes, we're going to fast forward moments like the game did. That's kind of, that kind of, I guess, annoys me because I feel like we could have stretched the first game into a couple of seasons. People probably would have got pissed off, but. There's so much time missing in the game from Chicago to Washington that you could fill that in with so much different stuff. But The Last of Us 2 is a better game to me, and that makes me excited. Like, if they adapt the second game, dude, that Abby versus Ellie dynamic is going to go so hard. I'm so excited for it. How long is this season for? Like, when will this season be over? By next year, right? It's like eight episodes, so we're already a quarter of the way through. Okay, so, but they may be trying to plan it out to release uh, part three. Well, they, I don't think Naughty Dog is working. They might not be working on part three, so 
that studio. That don't mean we won't get a Last of Us three. Yeah. But we'll see. They, I mean, they, they might try to time it. Yeah, they don't. They really don't. They're and maybe that's the goal. Story. Maybe that's the goal, and that makes creative sense, yeah. right? Because I want to be faithful to the source material, especially since the creators are doing the show. Like the people that made the game are heavily involved, but they might have so many other ideas. But understand that, hey, I don't want to piss off my core audience because they have expectations based on the story that they've already played. But if we can get through those two games as quickly as possible, then beyond that, we can do whatever we want because there is no source material. It's just things that we've thought of. Right. And no one no one can complain. And that might be that might be what they're thinking about. The last of us uh, multiplayer game though was the shit, bro. I was talking to my buddy Hawaii. Um, we spent a lot of hours playing that dude. The crafting system in that multiplayer game. Oh, yeah. Fire. Promised us another one, which we haven't seen. So I wonder how far in development that might be. Hopefully, we get something like that in that world. I think it would be cool. I was I was upset that they didn't have multiplayer for the second one because I played the shit out of multiplayer for the first one. It was fun. It was dude, like a search and destroy with that like fun. crafting. Crafting the nail bomb, throwing that shit in a little corner. Some walks little by. Lines, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah that, that multiplayer was dope. It was way different. I never played any other Something multiplayer. Something completely different, that. right? So that, that was, was good. That, it was good. What else Dog. is out there in Nerd World, Ray? Dog, so I'm reading. <laughs> I mean, you'll be happy about this, Brian. They, they're not letting it die. Why Channing Tatum's Gambit movie deserves MCU redemption? <laughs> <laughs> this, just, hey, this, it's a new it's a new story like it, they're talking about it still so listen i admire people that have passion for these characters as much as we do like ryan reynolds with deadpool like hugh jackman eventually became with wolverine um i know you hate ezra and he's done a bunch of oc ass shit in real life but he had passion for the flash like he's a flash fan like i admire all that stuff but he's going to run into the same thing Garfield ran in at Sony. What, how old is Shannon Tatum? 40? Like, there's no way if you're going to introduce the X-Men, you can have Chad and Tatum play Gambit. You, he'll just be way too old by the time the second movie comes out. You just can't do it. Yeah, and he's, and he's not uh, Creole or Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? He's not a Bayou boy. Like, you can't have some... I'm, I don't. I guess you could, but I, I don't think his acting. <laughs> chops, I don't think his acting chops are good enough. No, I don't do either. That. And just the like accent, the dude in the, that Wolverine movie, he had no accent at all. Like, what happened oh, to that? First off, X Men Origins Wolverine might be the worst comic book movie of all time. Like, it hey, is horrendous. If you like that movie, I'm pulling your card away. Everything about that movie just sucks. It was no awful. man, dude. Gambit's powers were fired. At least powers were fired. Gambit's powers were fired. Movie God, when he hit Wolverine with that card in the chest and blew him through the wall, I, that was dope to me, man. Or he was Movie playing with the card. I thought Gambit part. I thought Gambit's parts were dope, man. And then he was using that pole with the kinetic staff and stuff. Yeah, and the I I thought that the only thing that they did right in that movie was <laughs> Gambit's abilities. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it. So I like. I like X-Men. Well, I like Wolverine, the second one. What the hell was that called? When they were in Tokyo? I enjoyed that movie. Oh, Wolverine. It's called Wolverine. 
yeah, that movie's good. I enjoyed it. A lot of people weren't into it, but and then Logan was amazing. So it was just that first X Men Origins that just came. I like the Wolverine because you got to see Silver Samurai. Women, the Wolverine. Yeah, it's called the Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Good movie. But yeah, those passion those passion projects, man. They usually at least feel accurate and well. So I get it. But he can't. We're just too late in the game now. I don't know who could be Gambit though. I don't. I'm not sure who would be a good choice for that. It'd be some young, no name person, more than likely. Ryan Tom Holland type thing. Ryan Gosling. So they're rumoring him for the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I see that. I see that. So he, um, the big rumor I read over over the last couple of days is he's gonna be a Silver Surfer. Oh, Silver Surfer. Yeah, be a Silver Surfer. So there's a rumor going around that. Um, they're going to introduce a Silver Surfer because we've so Galactus is supposed to be introduced into into the Eternals because we've already seen you know some of that, and then um, Ant Man with the Fantastic Four will show some form of them, and then it's supposed to be a Silver Surfer Disney Plus miniseries that will lead into into the rest is what they're saying, and then the first comment I saw on that was. Ryan Gosling's too expensive for a miniseries on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus, I guess that makes yeah. sense, but I don't. I, know. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like them as a Silver Surfer because Silver Surfer's always had a a really deep, yeah, yeah, kind of voice. I think he's more fit for uh, like, um, you know, it'd be better to be a black dude or like somebody that was like, um, like the dude from uh, Stargate. You guys know what I'm talking about? The light-skinned, like the big dude. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Fredo? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because his voice has always been, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean, though. I don't, but that's just me nitpicking. I think Ryan Gosling could do it if they did it. Obviously, it doesn't matter. It could be all CGI and stuff anyway. Yeah, but. it's not going to be like you can see him physically. But I think you're right. Yeah. He has more of a softer voice like me like i'm a big ass dude and when i talk you're like yeah that kind of doesn't match it'll it'll feel you like that more, you have more bass in your voice than ryan Gosling. <laughs> no not no disrespect i'm just saying it just doesn't fit for for me anyway but i would love it though the more that you know i'm more the more the mirror <laughs> they got that, uh, I, I think that would be cool we'll see Amazon. i mean silver surfer nah, the silver surfer's body in so many people bro they if they do that right it could He's be overpowered. Really, really cool. He's overpowered. He's super overpowered. Silver Surfer wash Superman. <laughs> so good. Dog. We can argue that if anybody wants to, but he he would. <laughs> so staying on a comic book train, and you know we tend to lean that way. Um, Ray posted on our nerd related Facebook uh, top villains. Who are people's top villains? This is the most engagement we've gotten. Um, on one of our posts so far. So there's been some folks, uh, I don't know if you can bring it up, Ray, but I think Andy can. Let's just kind of run through some of the people that folks were mentioning. Give them a shout out, obviously, whoever did it so that we can get them acknowledgement for engaging with us on social media. Um, And then we can kind of go through who our top threes are really quick and why. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, For me, the Hold up, be kind of hard because I'm doing this on my phone. Andy's looking for his phone. Okay. Well, um, I know. Um, I seen the um, who was I seen a lot? Uh, Omni Man. Omni Man. 
Mm. I've seen a lot of Omni Mans, but is he really a villain though? I don't know. That's always that. Well, I guess is anybody really a villain when they had their ideas and right. what they're talking about anyway. So I guess, but um, Omni Man wouldn't be up there for me at all. At all. It's just too. I mean, I never read the comic books either. So maybe in the comic books, you know, it goes deeper than that. But just one show that wouldn't put him up there for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that I think that there was tons of Omni Man, though. Everyone. I say like fifty percent, sixty percent, percent Omni Man. Um, Joker was on mostly everybody's. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of Joker. I mean, that, that's odd. that's a given. But someone disrespected one of my picks, talking about the Reverse Flash. When it even hit my oh, top ten. That... <laughs> like, bro, he, there is no Flash without Reverse Flash. You know what I'm saying? Number one, and then he killed his mom. He's the reason why his dad's in prison. He's the reason why uh, Flashpoint happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, let's just disregard someone that has to do with, you know, one of the biggest things in comic books. You know what I'm saying? It just don't make no sense to me. And then how, how's he not a top villain? When who, Who's going to beat him? You know what I'm saying? He's, fa- he's faster than the, he's faster than the Flash. Like his whole, his whole life is dedicated to ruining that man's the life. Yeah. How's he not a that is his man? reason for being. Yeah, like, dude, he don't care about nothing else. He just wants to ruin this man's life. That's not top tier bad guy. Come on now, man. Oh, All right, sorry. so for engagement, y'all. So we had some folks out here. Uh, first person to comment was Kanwar Sin. And he said, Got to think about this one. Read through some comments, but I agree. Joker and Omni Man. So that was the first one that came on here. Lim G said, "Dark Side." I know you're big DC Dark Side guy. Dormammu, Zod, the Joker, and Doom. I think that's a pretty solid top five there. What'd you think? Hey, Dor- Dor- Dormammu is dope, man. He don't. Yeah, Dormammu's dope. Yeah, he don't get a lot of credit, so that was a good one uh, thrown out there. And you know I love Dark Side. Like Dark Side is, you know, he's better than Thanos, my opinion. Mm. You know, what I'm saying? so he's definitely up there for me. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm I'm with that list. I like that. Hector added Hector the Joker, which again is a huge theme, and Majin Buu. So I thought about this initially. Oh yeah, Do you remember, dude? Majin Buu is that yeah. like when you yeah. think he, villains, he's my favorite Dragon Ball character. Boy, Majin Buu is just. Pure straight evil. Like I'm about to tear this whole thing up. He that's a good addition right there. I like I like all the boos. I like all of them. So yeah, even the the first boo. Oh yeah, I love him. Man, he was just a big baby, you know. That yeah, boo boo's if he can go up there. He'll be so my top. Brandon, yeah, no, he's definitely under. So a lot of times when we ask this question, people go straight to comic books, but it can be anything, anime, movies, books. Like, whatever you want. And here's an example of that. Brandon, shout out to Brandon. He said, here's his top five. I think this top five is actually pretty cool. So, Shao Kahn, Vegeta, Arthas Menantho, the Lynch King, the Juggernaut, and Violator. Oh, I I love the Violator. Love, love the Violator pick. (laughs) But um, the the Shao Kahn pick, man, that's an amazing pick, dude. That's and, you know, that's what I said when I said it, when I put up there, I was like, hey, who's your favorite villain? It ain't got to be comic books, man. There's good villains in movies, TVs, 
Video games, you know, Shao Kahn, man, Mortal Kombat. Come on, man. He's top tier. Come on, man. Come on. He's <laughs> out here trying to take over a different realm. He said, you're sorry. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'll never forget that scene from Mortal Kombat, man. When he killed uh, Luke Kang's brother. Oh yeah, your soul is mine. <laughs> Dog stealing people's soul. Kanwar says Brainiac, Carnage. Oh yeah, yeah. Love Brainiac. Uh, let's see Zach, who's going to be a future guest on this show as soon as uh, he gets off his hands and decides to ask. Got this is who this is who disrespected you, Ray. So he said Carnage, Mephisto, Ghost Rider, and Magneto. So I'm biased with X-Men shit. Y'all know this by now. Um, Magneto. So Ray said Red's top three. Spoiler here. Give us your top three on that on that post. Do you remember Ray? Um Doctor Doom, my number one, uh, Green Goblin, and then um Reverse Flash. So he's like, I can't get on board with the reverse flash, not even in my top ten. <laughs> That's crazy I'm that kidding. like you he would say reverse flash over Green Goblin because I think Green Goblin has less of an impact on I would say that. When I saw Green Goblin, I was like, eh, I would he wouldn't make my top five. Well, dude, yeah, I understand how that's how dope Spider-Man is that he makes someone like the Green Goblin uh look look that way. Put Green Goblin in any other superheroes universe, he's they're dead. You know what I'm saying? Like Batman would have no chance against Green Goblin. Um, I don't know. Throw anybody, Captain America. Like what, dude? These dudes would get washed by the Green Goblin man. He has superhuman strength, super, super strength, speed. Yeah. He's smart as shit. The pumpkin bombs. He's smart. He's smart he's as hell. Super smart. You know what I'm saying? Like people disregard uh, the Green Plus, Goblin. Plus, he has he has influence. He has money. Like it's yeah, just, then, it comes um, from everywhere. Yeah, and then he's he's put the Sinister Six together multiple times. He's been a pain in Spider-Man's ass forever. You know what I'm saying? He's well above Carnage, Zach. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's so. Uh, I have Zach talk about that in a future episode. But Zach is a huge Spider-Man dude, so he's gonna have bias for certain characters, though. So he likes Spider-Man. <laughs> he's super in on Venom. Um, Ghost Rider is. That's why sorry. Ghost Riders in his top, you know, superhero side for him. Whoever um, put Magneto on that list, Magneto's not a bad guy at all. Not zero percent of a bad guy. I love Magneto. I think his <laughs> views can the way that he goes about it, you can consider him a villain. Yeah. Like whether the end goal is the same, but make no mistake about it, he's out here ready to kill anyone who gets in the way. Like <laughs> I mean, in the in the new incarnations in the Krakoa, because you know I'm super into this shit. He definitely isn't, but the only thing that makes you feel he's not villainy is his his affinity for Xavier. Like if he didn't respect and love Xavier as much as he does, because he definitely takes it into account. I, you could tell like there's some level of respect. Boy, he'd be leveling all kinds of shit if it wasn't for his for his old bestie. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I always put out Magneto. I, I understood as a child watching the cartoon and reading the comic books. You know what I'm saying? He came from what he, what him and his family came from, how the world is, how yeah. humans are being treated. I understood him right away. Like the the world, it's that anger. You know, the world wants to be rid of mutants. They don't. They don't. 
you know, they're, they're treating them like, you know, how black people were treated, like in the fifties types, you know, saying like that kind of stuff like that, man. And he's, he's like, yo, we're, we're mutants, you know, we're, we're better than these people. And then from a, from a person standpoint, I get it. He, he hates us and he yeah. he's like, do away with us, but I don't look at him as, as a bad guy. I, I understood Magneto always. <clears throat> I mean, he's definitely an antagonist whether you yeah, yeah. can identify with it or not right mm -hmm. like that's his that's his a part of it and then the yeah, last yeah, but you're right though without xavier all the x-men would be oh, dead he could have killed all the he would be unchecked boy it would be it would be nuts yeah because yeah, he never really killed any x-men he, and he he could have uh, i mean at the end of the day it's his boy like as they want they want a better life for mutants both yeah both of it's them just are. a different vision but yeah. that's still his boy like you could tell in every interaction they have like oh, yeah. at core, that's my homie you know what i'm saying but so i'm not gonna was, kill him yeah but yeah but i still gotta do what i need to do but i'm gonna beat their ass if they get in my way <laughs> i ain't gonna kill your boys but if they get in my way they gonna get their ass beats plain and simple i'm telling you right now <laughs> so we got a couple other yeah. comments and we can move on um Gavin, so Anton Chigru, you know who that is? I'm, I'm not sure who that is. You guys can Google real quick for me. But then you got Joker, General Zod has been on this list a couple of times, Omni-Man, and Magneto. Zod did go hard in Man of Steel, though, Ray. That, that was oh, no, cool. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. I've seen um, when dude put up Zod, he put in parentheses, Man of Steel, or on the side, Man of Steel. You know, so... <clears throat> Shoot, Superman was forced to kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that shows you, that shows you the level of crazy. Oh yeah, he was he was ready to be the king of the world. He was like, "Yo, I'm gonna oh, come here." Isn't, isn't this from that from that movie, the No Country for Old Men? Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's who it is from No Country for Women. As a villain, yo, that scene like with it. that dude, like that it. scene with that dude in the store. Come on. Yeah, no that. So I like that, Devin. Shout out because you you thought outside of what everyone else was kind of going yeah. on here. I like I like that a lot. That guy's I a like villain. That, for a lot. that guy was a villain for real. Um, Justin chimed in. Frieza's most definitely in his top five. So I so this struck a chord with me because first off, Frieza's annoying as shit. But let's let's think about who Frieza is for a second. He is so naturally gifted that he literally didn't have to train a day in his life and was flexing the entire universe. <laughs> First off, this is who this dude is. And then once he starts taking L's and he dies, so clearly he's like, all right, I have to train to catch up. He trains for like two days and is automatically stronger than a Super Saiyan. Like what? Fast forward to Dragon Ball Super. He gets selected for the Tournament of Power. He's in a Tournament of Power, and our universe is flexing. Most of them, except for Jiren and their squad. Jiren's the monster. If you're not watching Super or reading the manga, the dude is crazy strong. Stronger than gods of destructions and angels and whatnot. So Goku goes crazy, becomes... He uses Ultra Instinct form. Now Vegeta has, like, godlike powers. Goku's out here doing Ultra Instinct. And Frieza, not to be left behind, is like, you know what? Maybe I should train for a couple months. Let me, you know, I, I can't let these monkeys, he calls them monkeys, um, go 
get ahead of me. So he starts training for a very limited amount of time compared to everyone else's lifelong journey of training. And now Frieza's stronger than the God of Destruction. Like, bro, his ultimate goal is just to command the universe. And his power level within Dragon Ball Z is insane with very minimal effort. So I can see why Frieza would be on anyone's list. Yeah, he's Napoleon. He's a, the Napoleon of Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right about that. That's a very good comparison. Sure guy. Yeah. Well, small guy. Small guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a girl forever when I was a kid. And you yeah, the, the voice definitely gave you girl vibes. I thought he was a girl. Yeah, <laughs> I got no respect for Freezer, but I'm not the biggest Dragon Ball guy ever. So, I mean, he's he's gross. He looks cool, gold. <laughs> His last one is nasty too. He looks cool, yeah, gold. gold. Gold Freezer's that Super Saiyan, you know, level up that he needed to do to compete. But now he's beyond they that. Yeah, because when he was gold, they were watching him for a while. I was watching a couple of his episodes. He was just getting thrown around and just whatever. I mean, I can go on a whole Dragon Ball tangent because I'm one of the millions of people that likes Vegeta, but he's always getting flexed. We gotta get <laughs> we gotta get some love for Vegeta. I need to see a final flash actually work on people. I love Vegeta though too. Wait, I like the assholes. There really hasn't been a final flash that worked on something. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, fun times. Um, Dead Space. I think we can wrap it up with Dead Space. So I think Ray, you should talk a little bit about it. So Ray's our resident horror movie fanatic. So he's going to be doing some reviews here going sh soon, as soon as some of these movies start popping up. I think he had one scheduled this weekend, but life gets in the way. Um, yeah, I was going to. I was going to do a fear review, and then um, our furnace blew out. So. The, you know, we didn't want to have the babysitter come over here and, and freeze with our kids. So we had to get multiple space heaters and I was not able to go to that movie. <laughs> but um, on the dead space and the horror stuff. So, yeah, I, I love horror movies. I see them even if they suck. I like them. He does you watch know? a lot of trash ass movies. <laughs> I, I can attest to that. <laughs> but <clears throat> with the dead, I can't play scary games. I can't. Which is odd to me. <laughs> well, because like. When I'm watching a movie, I could deal with the anxiety for, you know, the scenes come because I get bad anxiety from horror movies. Maybe that's why I like them. I get this feeling I don't get when I watch other stuff. But when I'm in that game, I'm immersed. I'm like that the whole time. Like my hands get clammy. And then like I'm just in it the whole and the whole time I have anxiety. So I can't play horror, horror games. Like that. I'm jumping. And I get scared. <laughs> Now with the headphones on, I'll never. Oh, that it. immersion is different. You're in yeah, that shit, man. You, you lose all sight of what's around you. Your peripherals right here. So anything that happens right there, it's over. Because I've been thinking about playing Dead Space, but I just can't overcome. I'm like, nah. Well, first off, it's one of the it's one of the scariest games that you can play. The original one, and. The second one, so at multiple times during development, they would boot up the first one side by side with the new one, with the remake that they made, just to make sure they were staying loyal to that level of fear. So with the, what seems to have happened is I haven't bought it yet, and I don't know if I will, but don't. it is an overwhelming um, positive reactions from people. It's an update to a classic that kept a lot of what made the original great and added things that make it better and that whole world bro that 
that I played the first one a little bit. That feeling that you get when you feel like you're alone, you know, in a in a crazy environment. Now with 3D audio and spatial audio, and it's crazy. It could be crazy. Yeah, I that. <laughs> but just beyond just that game, that's a good stepping point for for the future. Because there's plenty of older games. I think if it got a little extra love, you know, a little act, because it's not the exact same game. You know what I mean? And so I think there's a lot of games that can um, come back from uh, like that, you know, like like this. And I think this is a good stepping out point. If this sells good and does good, I think it'll start a chain of them doing this more, which I would like to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I I buy certain games that are remastered, you know, games and one particular Twisted Metal, dude. Oh, look at bro. this Twisted Metal and bring back Twisted Metal, okay? And we need multiplayer, you know, eight on eight or whatever it is, online capabilities. Learn from Dead Space, Twisted Metal, and come back. You need <laughs> Can you we need get a speed. new Duke Nukem? <laughs> Duke Nukem. No, no, no. Duke Nukem. <laughs> Can we Nukem. get a new one? Remade it with the 3D graphics. That's what I'm saying. Like, this could be a good stepping yeah, point. Yeah, that's Frank. why I said it old, like that. Old games back we love, man. Siphon Filter, that old, an old PlayStation yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Dude, Dude, I, love awesome. Siphon Filter. Yeah. I liked it. I like we, it. We need more old games brought back with the, with some new flavor and love, okay? But not Crash Bandicoot or <laughs> I don't need none of that crap. Leave that, leave, leave that stuff alone. Okay? We, we, need, we need better stuff. Alright, so we're going to wrap it up. This is the last thing I'm going to say because I'm your new intercontinental champion. I just want to give you guys who I think is going to win tonight. In the Women's Royal Rumble, I think Rhea Ripley is going to pull it off. She's uh, way too strong and I feel like she's due. And they seem to like the Judgment Day, even though I'm not a huge fan of it. But I can see um, Dominic, who we can talk about this later, but strangely looks way too much like Eddie Guerrero. That storyline might have been real. And I think Rhea takes it. I think the men's rumble, I want Cody to win so bad, but I just feel like it's not going to be Cody. I just don't know who it could be, to be honest. But... I just hope it's not like Brock Lesnar or nothing like that. So we're going to go with Cody just on heart. Roman beats Kevin Owens with some Sami Zayn interference. Bianca beats Alexa. I just don't see them giving Alexa a belt in the middle of this storyline. And I don't know what the hell is going to happen with Bray Wyatt and LA Knight, but Bray better not lose his first match back after five months of buildup. But thanks for stopping by, y'all. Andy, thanks for coming to the podcast for now appreciate you bud he said that y'all should be on the lookout for this yeah especially if bad bunny shows up (laughs) (laughs) so be on the lookout along with this but you're related on tiktok guys and um if you like our podcast make sure you share like subscribe man let's get this out there and then keep it coming in the comments let's you know saying let's keep the interaction going and we're going to keep this going. I appreciate all love and support. I've had people text me. I've had people call me and tell me how much, you know, they're loving the podcast and how good of a job we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I love that stuff. We love that stuff. Whenever you guys do that, I hit up Brian right away. I'm like, hey, this dude's liking this. You know what I'm saying? This guy's hitting me up. You know what I'm saying? We're getting some movement going and stuff. 
I really appreciate all you guys, you know what I'm saying? And um, I just want to keep this going. And uh, thanks for uh, being a guest on the podcast today and getting this with the computer and helping get this going. You know what I'm saying? Take care of my brother out there. You guys have fun. Enjoy that Royal Rumble. You guys enjoy the podcast. Love you guys. Stay nerdy, y'all. See you. Enjoy it. Bye.